Let's go Royals! Oh yes, you know that chair, Kansas City. And for quite some time, we've heard about the potential of a new Kansas City Royals stadium in or around the downtown area. And over the past month, you may have heard things got a little bit more interesting when our friends from North Kansas City said that they're also hopeful to have a new ballpark district that could be located there. But to make it plain for you and I is uh, someone who not only has a passion for our Kansas City Royals, but one who has been a longtime businessman and meaningful, engaged philanthropist in our city. I am pleased to welcome Mr. John Sherman, Chairman and CEO of our Kansas City Royals. A big morning grind welcome. Glad to have you here. How you doing? How you feeling? Good, Brian. Thanks for having me today. Good to be with you. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, Mr. Sherman, for those who don't know or haven't followed this important conversation, and for those who have grown up on the east side of Kansas City like me, Kaufman and Arrowhead, there are like bike riding distance from from where I grew up. So it's near and dear to my heart. Why do you think Kaufman Stadium needs a new home? Try to help us understand what it will mean for the Royals as a team, for Kansas City as a town, and perhaps even overall for the game of baseball. Kaufman Stadium's been a great home for the Royals and, and also for the Chiefs as well, sharing that complex with the Chiefs. You know, these stadiums are right at 52 years old. They'll be 60 years old at the end of the decade. So, so really both of them would be in line for either, both teams are considering or have considered either a major renovation or building new. Now, as it relates to baseball, and again, Kaufman's been a great place. I've been I've been going to baseball games out there since the mid to late 70s. Been a season ticket holder for a long time. You know, when we acquired the team, one of the things that, you know, figuring out a solution for our long-term home was something we knew we had to do. The Chiefs are, have a similar responsibility in terms of renovate or build. But this is going to be the most important decision that we make while we have the privilege of stewarding this franchise on behalf of Kansas City. Uh, and in baseball, you have the opportunity. I think I think for the Chiefs, and they should speak for themselves, but, you know, it's eight to ten games a year, depending upon postseason. Yet, you know, a big tailgate environment, 20,000 parking spaces. For baseball, if you look around the country, you have this opportunity, because it's 81 nights a year, to put it in a higher density area, bring energy and vibrancy to the ballpark, and really activate the area around the ballpark 365 days a year delivering both community impact and economic activity year round. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're uh, thinking about, Brian. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot to deal with. We're talking to our partners at Jackson County, certainly in Kansas City, Missouri. You mentioned the North Kansas City opportunity that, that came up uh, fairly recently, but uh, we're taking this very seriously and uh, want to make the best decision that, that, uh, on behalf of our community. On the line with me is Royals owner, CEO, Mr. John Sherman, many taxpayers in Jackson County. I know you're probably thinking right now, like, new stadium for the Royals, maybe a new stadium for the Chiefs. Like inflation's going crazy. You know, bread is like $5 a loaf. <laughs> Gas is like $1,400 a gallon, it seems like. But we're thinking like that might cost us a lot more extra money. And we're already stressed and, and living paycheck to paycheck. If that is the case, will it cost us a lot of new money? What can taxpayers actually expect? No, I appreciate the question. And I am sensitive to all of those things that you just said. Um, 
you know, and which is really why our ask as it relates to Jackson County would, would be to, not new money, but to extend the 3.8 cent sales tax that's been paid for years out there and, and, and that's being used today to maintain two aging stadiums and redeploy that capital by us extending our lease. Hopefully the Chiefs doing the same thing across the parking lot and do something really special for Kansas City that both teams will do something special for Kansas City. But as it relates to Jackson County, it's really the same money. Although I'm humble about asking for an extension, but it's not new money. I'm sure that you have seen some social media posts about why would someone with so much money would ask the taxpayers to foot the bill. And, and, I, and I'll say that this is normal for all sports and all sectors in every city in the United States. With that being said, I have to ask, why don't you and the ownership group just fund the whole thing? You know, it's a fair question. I think about it. We want a partner in this. I think it's uh, not only is it traditional, as you said, but I think it's important. And I think particularly in a market like Kansas City, you know, when we acquired the team in 2019, we had a few objectives and I talked about, but it's really to secure the future in Kansas City, to make sure, I really think it's about both these franchises, make, make sure that these two franchises will thrive in Kansas City for the next 50 years. And, 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 you know, I don't, I hope it's a long time from now, but at some point, you know, we, we acquired the team and, and that, that was a responsibility that we felt in a long time from now, when we sell it to the next person, I want, I would love for them to walk into a, a long-term lease with this community. So that's really as much about cost sharing as it is. Uh, we, we would like a partner and we will be making a substantial investment, certainly alongside uh, the community. In fact, our, our investment will exceed what we're asking for from the taxpayers. We would also expect that we would deliver public benefit. We wouldn't ask for money from the taxpayers if this didn't have public benefit. And we'd expect to be held responsible for delivering that benefit to the community. Mr. Sherman, I know you're probably in a more positive mood about our Royals as we're, we just had a seven game winning streak. We were experiencing a little turbulence right now, but the Royals have definitely been playing better. Uh, so I know you in a good mood for that. But you know, going to Kauffman Stadium, I was born two months before the Royals won the World Series in 1985. And so Kauffman Stadium is, is special to me, especially since my grandmother worked there too. I have so many memories being there and it's it'll be kind of sad to let it go if that day comes and the location is a hot topic can you tell our listeners uh, what the status of the location selection is and how likely is it mr sherman that the stadium may move to north kansas city well i appreciate you saying talking about the team playing better the, we have a group of young players and they are playing better we're doing a lot of work a lot of diligence we're taught we're very engaged with uh, jackson county and Kansas City, Missouri. In fact, I talked to Frank White and Mayor Lucas both yesterday. North Kansas City has uh, submitted what I would say is a viable bid, but there's a lot of work to do here before we make our final decision. Our goal is to make that decision uh, in the second half of September. A lot of work to do both for us and for those municipalities, but that's that's our goal at this point. Mr. Sherman, I'm just on pins and needles. I'm a big render guy. I love to see renderings of new stadiums and, and all of that stuff. And I know that's coming up soon when you're going to unleash those renderings for uh, what those new stadiums could possibly look like. On the line with me on the morning grind, Mr. John Sherman, chairman and CEO of our Kansas City Royals. And we're discussing this 
possible new stadium for our Royals. And a lot of times when we start talking about projects this big, people get concerned that this is somehow not for them. And people get left behind, Mr. Sherman. How will this project be different? Well, I would just tell you that, you know, again, when we acquired the team, had a number of goals. And one of them certainly is to make sure that we use this brand and this platform, a Major League Baseball franchise, to do good things in the community and, and to do those good things in a way that lifts all boats and, and with, with even a particular focus on underserved and underrepresented parts of our community. So, and I would just tell you, Brian, that that's not something that is a value of, uh, that goes, you know, kind of beyond the rules and our personal philanthropy, uh, primarily through education, our philanthropy and, and that of the Royals as well has been really to create new opportunities for people that may or may not have the same type of access that, that we have. It's imperative that inner city families, people with economic need have access that are prepared for and have access to a quality education. And I think we all know that when more of us have the opportunity to reach our potential, we all benefit. So that's, I would just tell you, that's the focus of our that, that's front and center of value system, both personally and with the club itself. And we've gone to great lengths to make sure, you know, if you think about, let's just let's just talk about East Village a little bit, because that's on the east side of downtown. Uh, you know, fortunately, it's an area that there would not be a lot of displacement. What displacement there would be, we're working very, very closely with those organizations and and we would, we would be responsible to make sure that if there is any displacement, and we hope it would be, and we intend for it to be very little, we would cover the costs of that. Uh, and I would just tell you, I know it's easy to say, but we intend to leave no one behind in this project. In fact, you know, from our perspective, from my perspective, it's a big economic boost for the region. Just the construction period alone creates a lot of labor income, a lot of economic activity. And then with the idea of a ballpark and a ballpark village, uh, there'd be a lot of new revenue coming into Kansas City. Some from the outside will create more visitors, more jobs. And we're gonna make sure that, um, you know, those jobs and that those revenues are shared in an equitable fashion in our community. Some fans may like the idea of a new ballpark, but fear the things that they love about the cave will be lost with a new one. I know I have that fear, like the crown vision, it is top tier. The fountains, it just sets the mood for what you expect for Kansas City to be. Uh, I mean, the ease of getting to the stadium and being able to tailgate, and they're all treasured traditions. Can you assure our listeners that these special things won't be lost with a move? Look, I share those same memories and those same emotions that you just mentioned. When my oldest son, I took him to games. He was six months old uh, in October of 1985. I took him to, I don't think he remembers it, but I took him to game six of the World Series. I found, uh, wow. I went to the ATM, I got some cash, I got my uh, Chiefs tickets for the next day and brought them out there and traded those and got some seats in the upper deck. and. Uh, and so seeing that was my first World Series game that I'd ever been to. And it was a dramatic one. Yeah, a what a one. game. What, 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 like, what a game to go to. That's a Don Dinkinger game, It was game, an unbelievable right? game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Made Don Dinkinger famous, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, but I, you know, I share those. I, and, and of course, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, you take a lot of people in our ownership group, we, the younger gr group, you know, you, they, they went with their parents to the World Series in 1985 and they took their kids. 
in 14 and 15. So mm. there are there are lots and lots of great memories out there. But I would just tell you that we intend to, uh, you know, we're arguing with the architects. We're going to have some semblance of the crown. We're going to have water. We're going to have fountains, uh, and we're going to bring our history to wherever we go, Brian. I mean, and that's not just. Uh, Royals history. The history of baseball in Kansas City includes the Monarchs, it includes the Blues and the A's and the Royals. And so there's a rich, rich baseball history in Kansas City. And we want to make sure that we bring not just that modern history that you were talking about, but that that long history of baseball in Kansas City, which frankly is, uh, is unique. Uh, if you think about it, to a lot of markets uh, in Kansas City. We're proud. The Royals are a proud and storied franchise. So we've had our ups and downs, but you mentioned 85. If you think of the four teams that got added to Major League Baseball in 1969, were the Seattle Pilots, they're now the Milwaukee Brewers, the San Diego Padres, they're still there, the Montreal Expos, which became the Washington Nationals, and then the Royals. And prior to the Nationals winning the World Series in uh, 2019, we were the only one of that class that had won a World Series, and we've won two, mm. and we've been to four. So this is a, it's a proud and storied franchise. It's multi-generational. I'm sensitive to all of the emotions that people have when you think about leaving a home. Uh, really, the place, other than a couple of years of municipal, it's been the home mm -hmm. for the Kansas City Royals since inception. I am really enjoying my conversation with John Sherman, chairman and CEO of our Kansas City Royals. To wrap up, can't let you go without talking a little baseball. Come on now. There's been a lot said about the Royals on-field performance this year as the young guys have experienced uh, some valleys a little bit, and you've honestly shared your disappointment as well. But we saw a glimpse of what's possible with this with this incredible seven-game winning streak we just had, and pretty historic as well with the last one in 1907. Uh, a lot of magic went on with those wins, Mr. Sherman. What do you see ahead for this team and my man Bobby Witt Jr. as you work to rebuild and bring back some October baseball to Kansas City? It's almost been 10 years. No, I think I, I love this, the streak that we've been on. I don't want to, I mean, it's it, it's certainly a great spurt. You know, we, we committed to these young guys this year and to evaluate the team. And, and you know, we, are, we have been disappointed in the results. I mean, you know, you give young guys the chance to, to play. You don't know where they are development-wise. We had some injuries, particularly on the pitching side, but I'm, I'm very encouraged with what I'm seeing right now, the young guys developing. You mentioned Bobby Witt, Mikhail Garcia, We've got a great group of young players, and Cole Reagan's uh, had his third start. He, we picked him up in the Eraldis Chapman trade, and he looks he looks like the real deal, you know. And that's that's really where pitching is really the key. I think I think these young guys, as they get used to the major league level, we're going to score some runs, but we gotta we gotta keep the other guy down. And uh, so I'm I'm optimistic about the future, but we got a ways to go. But I would tell you that we're committed to make sure that this club returns to its rightful place in Major League Baseball, more like the times that we were just talking about. Yes, sir. 80, 1980, 1985, 2014, 2015. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. City of Champions, man. That's what we built on. Mr. Sherman, this has been a lot of fun. And I know we're, you know, we're not a sports station like you typically talk to, but you know, we really appreciate you coming on and talking to us today. And as this project goes forward, you be willing to keep the conversation going. We invite you back on the morning grind, Mr. Sherman. 
Absolutely. I'd be happy to come back and, and uh, talk with you and keep you updated as, as this moves along for sure. Man, uh, until then, I'll, hopefully I'll, I'll see you in the Diamond Club and maybe we can, uh, you know, share another conversation over that delicious prime rib that y'all got up in there. Uh, Mr. Sherman, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time and joining me on the morning grind. Let's go Royals. Let's have a good rest of the season. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it.